Welcome. My name is Mary Kay Casper, and I am co-host with Katrina Dreamer of Dreaming Back to the Earth, a podcast dedicated to exploring the concept that our dreams and their wisdom are a path to our soul-rooted relationship to self and earth. In today's episode, we're going to spend um, some time speaking in twofold. I, I kind of want to describe as one, we will start talking about our relationship to remembering our dreams and what techniques and strategies and what we've learned about how to remember our dreams upon waking. And then we will dive into the question of how do, does our dream help us to remember? And I'm not going to um, add any more to that because I think that there's so much fluidity and possibility in what our dreams can assist us in remembering. So I'm going to leave that question wide open. So let's get started. Katrina, I wonder if you would like to um, step in and start the conversation around remembering our dreams and what, what you've learned about it. Yeah, so I, I love that this is our question. And actually, it just reminded me that a student in Maine emailed me this week to ask me some questions about dreams for a, a research project that she's doing for school. And one of her questions was around this idea that if you ask for a dream before you go to sleep, that you will have a dream in the morning. And her comment was, how can I convince my audience that this is a real thing. It sounds pretty outlandish. How, how can it actually work? And while I could not give her the scientific background about why this works, because dreams are so numinous, um, I assured her that it has worked for me and it has worked for many other people who have had the intention to create a relationship with their dreams. Mm -hmm. So the, the very first tip then that I would give is that if you want to start remembering your dreams, one technique that people recommend is when you're lying down before bed to say to yourself in your mind or write it down on a piece of paper, tonight I will dream and I will remember my dreams when I wake up in the morning. Mm -hmm. Boom. And I did say to the student, and I say to everybody who asked me this question, have patience. It doesn't happen overnight necessarily. You might have a dream that night. You might have a dream in a week. You might have a dream in a month. So there is a certain amount of patience and having um, faith in the idea and um, continuing to practice it even when it seems like nothing is happening. because something is happening <laughs> and um, eventually a dream or even an image or something will come. So that's, that's the first tip I would share. I love what you're saying because I think it is about the intention is about creating and developing a relationship with a dream. And the more that we intend to be in relationship, the more that energy is going to shift in us to manifest that, that remembering and the intention of, of why we want to dream in the first place. You know, it's like being clear about that. Uh, it's, it's interesting because 
in every single workshop and with every single person that I've ever worked with, this is a key question that they have. Um, and there are a lot of answers to it. And each person is very unique in how and when and in what their intention is around remembering. Um, for myself, I'm, I don't remember every single dream all the time, even when I put my intention out. But I do believe that the energy of the dream has, is also has the intention to want you to remember too. If there's some wisdom that needs to be brought into your life in a more waking way. Um, I wonder if you've ever kind of experienced that in your dream work. Well, I mean, I can just say from experience about dreaming about things that I wasn't really ready to hear in waking life mm. that <laughs> when I started working with dreams, that was in 2007 and I had just started my master's program and was taking classes about dreams. So that was when I started writing down dreams every night and I am a prolific dreamer. So it would be five or six a night sometimes. And it was not very long until some very interesting dreams started to show up that at the time I didn't always know exactly what they were about. But recently I've gone back and read these dreams uh, for a project I'm working on and oh my goodness, they were telling me so many things mm. about what was going on in my life and, and showing me things that were coming. Um, I, this is the period when I was having dreams about my divorce well before that happened. Mm. It was also, I was having so many dreams about queerness and I was not out. <laughs> I was barely out to myself. So yes is the answer. And it's, it's just very interesting what happens when you open that door. Right. Um, and like you said, for, the, for that dream voice to be sharing things that aren't so obvious in the waking world. Yeah. True. True. I'm also thinking about like other types of kind of what might be considered mundane practices that people can use in terms of remembering dreams. Things like, you know, don't eat a lot or, you know, drink alcohol before you go to sleep. Uh, don't use your computer or your phone or watch TV right before you go to sleep. Yes, the uh, energies, the energies from TVs and and even Kindles will affect your brain and impact your ability to remember. You know, things like, I often use a dream tea made up of all kinds of herbs. And um, I love what you're saying about, you know, like intention and having an intention right before you go to bed. And sometimes even writing that down on a piece of paper and putting it out under your pillow. Right. Creates more energy around it. Right. Um, yeah, so those are, I also... I have a dream altar. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, with my intentions. So I'm, I create a ritual on go, around going to sleep when I want to remember a dream. Mm. Again, uh, you know, creating that relational energy around the dream. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's so important, the ritual piece. I mean, it, it really does. It does something to your consciousness. It does something to the field when you're putting out that intention all the time, right? And, you know, just a, a couple other things that actually, you know, could be part of the ritual is picking out a really specific, beautiful, or just exciting and whatever that means to you, dream journal. That's a, a physical dream journal. I'm more of a digital dream journal person these days because I lost several of my dream journals to mold. <laughs> and so I don't want to go down that road again. But having something by the bed so that you can jot something down in the middle of the night is so helpful. And, and just having it by the bed is a piece of the ritual, right? It's, it's setting that intention. When you mentioned a dream tea, it made me think about how mugwort can be so helpful. And that can be um, prepared as a tea, but you can also take dried mugwort and put it in a satchel or a satchel, not a, a sachet. That's what I meant to say, a sachet or some kind of little package and put it in your pillow. I've done that before and had some very interesting dream experiences from working with mugwort that way. And uh, another dream practitioner that I know, um, Atava, created a tincture of the plant Selene, ah. which was a very interesting, like working with that, just taking a couple drops before bed was um, also very interesting. Oh, that's so interesting. Plant medicine can, can be a, a big part of creating a ritual around Right, dream. right. Right. And I, I, the other thing that I think about is upon waking in the morning, mm -hmm. if we want to remember a dream and we want to work with a dream, we, I think it's important that the manifestation or the intention follows us into waking life. Mm -hmm. You know, like, so we're writing it down. We're, you know, like we're working it. If we put out the intention to, to our desire to work with the dream and then we do nothing, I wonder if that affects, like, if the dream itself says, what's going on here? You want me, but you're not doing anything with me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I wonder how that does affect the remembering um, yeah. in some way. Agreed. I think, I think the intention plus the action is what is going to produce the most results. Right, right. Yeah. Right. And I do think that the more we work with our dreams, the more we're going to remember them. I've heard so many people say that, that... It's so true that yeah. you keep putting that attention out, you keep working with them, and they're going to get coming to you. Right. Yep. It's all about that relationship, right? Right. Cultivating that. Right. Just like you would with a friend. You're going to become closer to somebody the more time you spend with them right. and the more quality time that you spend with them. Right. 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 And the trust is developed in mm -hmm. being together from both you and the you know, the dream itself. So, right. Yeah. There's a couple other uh, practical things that came up in our workshop that we did just recently where we also mentioned one thing you can do is not move when you wake up. Mm. If you don't have a dream right there in your mind, don't move and, you know, gently kind of try to get back to that dream space and see if there's something hanging out there, you know, from, dream space from dream time 
I've also used the technique of rolling onto my right side with some mm -hmm. success. So I, again, can't speak to any kind of scientific reason why <laughs> rolling onto your right side would um, do that, but it has helped me recall a dream. Even, this is going to sound maybe a little strange, but even tilting my head to the right. Mm. <laughs> I think because... I used that technique so often that then my body got used to that idea that if I do that, then I can help remember a dream. And, and sometimes it really does. The dream shows up. It's, right. it's fascinating. So something worth trying. That's cool. I, I, I remember when you told me that recently, I was like, I've never thought of that. Like, <laughs> I don't remember where I heard it either. I just know that I heard it in my master's program, but I have no idea who said it. So I can't give any credit to the original person because I don't remember now who, who gave that uh, idea. Um, so yeah, the next piece we were going to maybe talk about is to dip our toe into this really big idea of remembering in terms of what do dreams help us remember? Mm. Such a big and deep uh, question. <laughs> yeah. like, and, and I think so, so potent too for me because I do part of the work here that even that we are doing with this podcast is so deeply connected to that. Mm -hmm. that our dreams do help us remember who we are in our bodies and in our relationship with other human beings and with the landscape around us. Mm -hmm. um, it's like, how does it do that? It's by the stories in the dream, mm -hmm. you know, the narrative that comes to us. At least that's, that's been my experience and how we dream, you know, work with the dream that is being brought to us. Um, opens us to our own wholeness and as we become healthier and more whole and more awake uh, in that wholeness I believe that then we start understanding who we are in relationship to everyone else mm. you know, it's just it's so my relation like I, I've said before in in um in another podcast we did is my relationship to snake became so potent. I remembered my relationship to snake through the dream and, and I'm able to have a, a kinship with them in waking life. I'm not afraid anymore. So like for that's me, a great example. Yeah. That's how I see how the dream can help me remember. Yeah. What comes up for you? The first thing that comes up for me is that when I started doing dream work, um, it helped me remember my relationship with my ancestors. Mm. And part of that was the class that I happened to be in was about ancestral connection, but, and, and the, the modality that my professor used to teach us about that was to ask for a dream. <laughs> so <laughs> we were going to go hand in hand anyway, but it really did. It, it took me on a whole journey that was not just a spiritual and emotional journey, but actually a physical journey as well. Um, and that relationship is, is present to this day. So 
I had not thought about in such an intentional way my connection to my indigenous roots until I started dreaming on it. And it was, it was profound that the, some of the dreams that came. Hmm. So you actually had dreams of your ancestors. Well, it's interesting. You know how dreams can be the, I think, I do think that the ancestors were either coming in the form of an owl or they were using owls as a messenger. So owl dreams started to become symbolic of ancestral dreams. Um, And yeah, that's so interesting. I would have to go back and look at my notes about it. I don't actually recall dreaming about ancestors beyond my grandparents that have passed away so of course that counts but in terms of much further back ancestors i'm not in this moment recalling a dream Mm -hmm. where they particularly came but Mm -hmm. they were coming in other ways yeah yeah they came in other energies the yes characters in the dream yeah yeah that's very cool yeah i mean i i can also think of in terms of remembering my dreams because in the story i have had the experience of love and fear and um, opening and relationship with others that my dreams were teaching me about love they were helping me to remember what love is like and how to be in a loving relationship and how to be loved by another, another being. Um, and I think I wonder, I almost wonder if the dream itself, because it's that connection to the universal unconsciousness and your inner soul being, that it knows what you need to remember. And so mm-hmm. that's what yeah. it means to you. Now, mm-hmm. Um, I just wonder that. And yeah. For me, it, it, uh, love has been a big thing. And so I, it's like sometimes I love dreaming because I get to have that incredible experience of being loved by someone. And I can take that energy and that, that feeling and bring it into my waking life. And um, it's, it's incredible for me. And I can also use it to use, have that feeling be towards myself too. Mm-hmm. Like how I am being loved by another is how I am loving myself. So mm-hmm. it's helping me to remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think it, the dream helps us to remember like how we are as a community of human species together and how we can work together and what keeps us from working together and being together in community. And it, it reminds us of us, it wakes us up and helps us to remember that we are a part of something greater than ourselves through the, again, through the stories. I'm I, I just have a ton of dreams that I can think of that are teaching me about my place in the wider context of the landscape around me and that relationship to it. Mm. Well, and you saying that kind of brings it to the, I think the last idea around remembering that we had when we talked about the idea of this podcast and that relates to the title of our podcast, you know, connecting us back to earth, 
connecting us back to landscape, connecting us back to our more than human relationships. Right. And that's come in a lot of ways for me, but one particular way that I think about is how I've dreamed about natural disasters or, um, you know, kind of earth changing situations. So one that just popped into my mind was having a dream about a, a giant tsunami right before the 2011 tsunami in Japan. Mm. Right. So, you know, things like that. It's like, yeah, we, we are connected in that way. We, we can tap into that more than human consciousness and it's, it's happening all the time, whether we're conscious of it, conscious of it or not, it's, it's there. Um, And so I think, yeah, dreams are a vehicle for remembering that that relationship exists. Right. Right. Exactly. And the more we work with our dreams, the more we're going to remember. Right. Um, Right. And be conscious of that. Cool. So Mary Kay, do you have an activity or some kind of little juicy thing that you could leave us with in terms of remembering a dream? Mm. We've already given some, yeah, some some tips that people can use. Right, right. I mean, yeah, I get, I get. It's funny you would ask. I was thinking that we've given all of these tips and strategies, and I wonder if what we could offer to all of you out there in Powered Class land is to take one of the strategies that is being offered. If you're having a hard time remembering dreams, put an intention out, build a ritual altar to your dream, spend some time just asking to be in relationship with the dream and the dream's energy. You know, and here's one that we haven't said that just came in my mind. Um, You know, you could write a letter to the dream. Mm. You could even imagine, aside from having the dream itself with the story, to come up with some kind of image of what your dream energy looks like Mm -hmm. in some way and work with that energy. Um, For those of you who also do journeying work, shamanic journeying work, you can journey to the dream and ask for guidance. that's always been very powerful for me. So those, I guess, a little bit more than one. As I think about it, I'm getting all these ideas in my head. I need to write them down. Oh, that's great. Um, Yeah, I like your idea of journeying to meet the dream. Yeah. You know, or using active imagination, just imagining that the the dream, capital T, capital D, uh, is there in front of you, whatever that looks like. It could be amorphous or it could take a form, but, um, you know, almost doing a maybe a empty chair dialogue where you sit in front of an empty chair and imagine that the dream is sitting in front of you, you know, something like that. I love that one too. I don't know, Mary Kay, have you ever read Neil Gaiman's Sandman? Oh, yes. So it makes me think about the Dream King, right? Yeah. Yeah. That embodiment of that that energy. Right. Right. Well, now we're digressing, though. Yeah, we're going we all the way. talking about Sandman. We're right. just, yeah. It's going to be so much longer. Of a Maybe podcast. we should do a podcast. That on would be awesome. I love that idea. Right. And, and I guess I also want to 
offer another um, another exercise if you're all willing out there. And that is the next time you remember a dream, take some time to think about what that dream is helping you to remember. Mm, what is it about the dream story that that's curious for you? That's new for you. That's mm. wanting you to remember something. Mm. Oh. Well, enjoy all of that podcast, yeah. people. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes. And we are so grateful to be able to be with you and to share this incredible way of being in the world with our dreams. And we wish you well. And we look forward to the next episode of Dreaming Back to the Earth. See you next time, dreamers. Take care. Bye. <laughs>